Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Love come through worse. Still I can't think about the future. Day to day is so hard. But don't you worry. None about this. This broken heart. From NewSounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, this is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. Chris Matthews writes songs that use the sounds of folk, gospel, folk rock, and country to tackle some of the thorniest social justice issues facing our country today. Migrant rights, LGBTQ rights, the Black Lives Matter movement, and more. She's based in Nashville, but New York's been a good place for her. In 2017, she was the grand prize winner at the New Song Music and Performance Competition in Lincoln Center. More recently, her song Changemakers was named Song of the Year by the International Folk Music Awards for 2021. Today, she's here in our Manhattan studio to play some of her songs, beginning with this one called Cancel Culture. There's a whole lot in our culture I'd cancel if I could Instead of banning books I'd ban gerrymandering for good The rich would feed the poor Like the good Lord said they should And every child without exception Would feel loved and understood No more whitewashing our history When the truth will set us free no more watching corporate profits or while people sink into poverty no more telling kids they're flawed because you think that you're a god would there's a whole lot in our culture i'd cancel if i could there's a whole lot in our culture we should cancel right away instead of banning saying gay we should ban racist holidays teachers should get to teach without worrying about their pay or if they'll have an active shooter that they'll have to keep at bay no more cans and bulletproof backpacks it's a school not a war no more pretending that machine guns are what the second amendment was for no more doing nothing because it's easier most days yet there's a whole lot in our culture we should cancel right away there's a whole lot in our culture we could cancel if we tried instead of banning abortions we could trust women to decide every size and shape of body could be normalized and every type of mental illness could finally be destigmatized. No more squeezing and contorting into boxes we don't fit. No more saying that we're fine when we're not, but scared to admit it. No more telling little boys it's better not to cry. And there's a whole lot in our culture we could cancel if we try. We've been marching in shall overcome, praying all the world to give up all their bombs and all their guns. I just want peace of every kind, but the whole world tonight to believe that Martin was right. We can drive out the darkness with the light, drive out the darkness with 
That is Chris Matthews and her song, Cancel Culture, live performance here in the studio. little quote from uh, Dr. Martin Luther King at the end there. Um, I'm trying to peer over at your feet. So you've got <laughs> your one-woman band over there. That's it. Voice and guitar. You've got what, like the, the, the jingle thing, yep. the tam- a little a mini little, tambourine. Little tambourine on one foot and then a whole uh, cornucopia of shakers on the other. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great, uh, it's a great sound, and it, it just occurs to me that that is a song that is not in the usual chorus, verse, chorus. It's just, it's, nope. it's like verse, 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 and then you just get the chorus at yep. the end. That's what I like to call the tell them, tell them what you told them, tell them one last time to make sure they got it. <laughs> Do you know that is Radio One Hundred and One? Nice. That I mean, literally. You know, I had a, a program director many years ago say. Tell the audience what you're going to do, do it, and then tell them what you've just done. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, you know, people have referred to you as the next Woody Guthrie. Was he, I mean, there's plenty of, of like, potential role models for someone like you. Was he one of them? It's so ironic. No, like, just absolutely not. I mean, I I grew up a preacher's kid in southeastern North Carolina, um, and so we weren't really listening to to Woody Guthrie in my house. We were listening to uh, a whole bunch of gospel music. We were listening to Aretha. We were listening to Sam Cooke and Otis Redding, but... I didn't really find my way to folk music until very later in life. And so, uh, no, Woody wasn't a direct influence on me, but certainly his legacy is, I think, alive and well in the type of music that I do. But he was not a direct influence on me. Well, you know, at this point, this far into the 21st century, it shouldn't surprise anyone that the next Woody Guthrie (laughs) would not be white or male or straight. Yeah. I'm a little surprised that she plays the guitar upside down. <laughs> you know, just to change it all up. <laughs> <laughs> so what, I mean, you're, uh, we've had left-handed guitarists in here before, but you're playing a right-hand guitar. Yeah upside down yeah so it's just as all good stories always start john just trying to impress a girl in college is how that (laughs) is that how that happened so i went to uh, appalachian state university for music education um i'm a classically trained clarinetist and my girlfriend at the time really 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 wanted to know how to play guitar and this was kind of like at the height of friends like everybody wanted to be phoebe and so she was like can you do you think you could teach me how to play guitar and i'm looking at this instrument that only has six strings and my clarinet has a million keys so i'm like it can't possibly be hard so I had to learn how to play on hers so that I could teach it to her and so I am left-handed so I, and she of course was right-handed so I picked her guitar up how it naturally felt comfortable to me and then proceeded to learn the chords uh, upside down and backwards and so once I actually started writing songs and and was going to be a performing songwriter I was like oh I think I remember how to play the guitar I think I'm going to just keep playing it. I'm not going to learn it twice. That's double work. That's crazy talk. So I just kept playing it that way. And I like the sound. It it gives it a different timbre with the bass strings being at the bottom. It's a bit of a darker, warmer tone. So I've been very happy with it um, over the years. And most people don't even notice it until they're like trying to read my chords. And then always the guitar players are like, oh, my God, is that upside down? (laughs) It's so funny. Well, And and I noticed it simply because I was like, what is 
going on over there? <laughs> it's like, what are, what are those fingerings? It doesn't... Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're in standard tuning, though. Oh, right? yeah. 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 Yet another bit of intersectionality, you know? <laughs> That's right. Nonconformity in all shapes and forms. <laughs> um, now, you know, it's interesting you chose cancel culture to start with. Mm. When is that song from? When did you write that? Uh, I guess about a year and a half ago. Uh, it, it really came about because I am, as you said, I do check so many boxes. I'm black, I'm a lesbian, I'm a woman. Um, and inevitably at, at a show, someone will come up to me at the end of the night because it is always so social justice heavy and say, you know, you're just so brave talking about all these things. I would be so afraid to say anything. So I would just be quiet. And it just really struck a nerve with me, the audacity of folks to be silent in the face of so much to be outraged about, um, the privilege of choosing comfort um, when those of us who are living those things that folks would just be scared to talk about were just terrified. And yeah. still here we are putting our lives and our bodies and our sanity on the line incessantly for justice. And so when there is so much in this American culture of ours that we should and could be canceling. So that's kind of how the song came about. I just really had so many strong feelings about that when there's so much that we need to be doing better as a nation and, and as a planet. So Well, here's the reason I ask, because you see what has happened to the term cancel culture mm -hmm. in the last year or so, yeah. where it's now been co-opted by the right yes. as a way of sort of, uh, you know, I, I don't have freedom of speech because they're oh, going to... Yeah. Uh, yes, they are the masters of doublespeak. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, so it was intentionality in that and kind of saying, you know, this is, this is what we should be canceling. These are the facets of our culture that we actually should be canceling. You being afraid of your friends being mad at you because you're actually standing up for justice. I don't care about that. I yeah. care about the fact that kids are wearing bulletproof backpacks in school and I went to school and didn't have to do shooter drills and we don't have to keep living this way yeah yeah uh you mentioned chris being um you know growing up as the the child of a preacher is mm -hmm. that, um there are songs of yours that are addressed not necessarily directly to us the listener but to the lord above it you know <laughs> like a, a, a song like we must be free you know where you know, why, Lord? Why does it feel like 1968 again? They say that freedom is a constant sorrow. They say that freedom is a constant sorrow. They say that freedom is a constant sorrow. Oh, Lord, we've sorrowed so long. We must be free. Must be Do you see these songs as kind of having that element of prayer to them? It's interesting. I think because I grew up in the black church in the South, my, my mom is an AME uh, preacher, and that is the church I grew up in. And the AME church has a very long history of kind of being married to justice. Uh, AME churches very often were the churches that were doing those vo voter registration drives right, and right. things like that in the South. And so I think because that is my background, you know, that's kind of my genetic makeup. It is never it never feels like too much of a stretch um, for those two things to kind of coexist. The notion of uh, justice and spirituality to kind of always be walking side by side. And so I think it's just by nature of what I have seen in my life and how I have experienced uh, those two things in my life that they do kind of come out in 
the music that way. And I think because this country has also experienced that, I mean, some of our most profound leaders um, for justice and for civil rights were ministers. Mm-hmm. Um, the same is true now. Reverend Dr. Barber and his work and his amazing work uh, with the Poor People's Campaign, we are still seeing that, that deep, 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 unshakable marriage of justice and spirituality. And so to me, it's just such a familiar notion, um, even for people who don't consider themselves necessarily Christian. I think all of us who are trying to be good stewards of this planet is because we want just as well for other people as we do for ourselves. And that's something that I think is just a, a beautiful underlying truth in almost any kind of denomination um, or spirituality, regardless of whether or not you assign it to a specific faith or deity. Right. Uh, it's in- interesting that, that you mentioned, you know, uh, Christianity, like your, your definition of Christianity, because that kind of goes to the next song yeah. you're going to do, right? Yep, absolutely. I was driving um, up in New Hampshire and past this little tiny church that had pride flags all over the outside of it. Like they were making a very intentional statement. And it was just such a beautiful thing to see. Um, so so very affirming because that isn't the experience in most of the churches down south, which is where I call home. And it was just so very striking. And so it just stayed with me the entire week that I was on this little island, and this song just kind of poured right out. This is called Like Jesus Would. In my hometown, there's a church on every block. Sanctified folks who'd much rather pray for you than talk. They cherry-pick the good word and hold on to the bad parts So they can willfully ignore every lesson Jesus taught But in a town I'd never been to before I saw a church that made me want to run right through its doors I could tell just by the outside I'd be met with open arms Folks spreading the good news with open minds and open hearts Pride flags flying for all to see Black lives matter on the church marquee That they don't just pray when the sick take ill Or just send thoughts when another gun kills I bet they vote like Jesus would Like the choice they make might do some good for somebody That's my kind, my kind of Christianity Somebody said if Jesus came back now Half the Christians in this country would try to crucify him somehow They'd call him a liberal and hurl woke like a slur They'd take one look at his brown skin and then probably call him worse So this one's for those fishers of men Not the people putting evil in evil Evangelical again. Love one another, his commandment from the start. So keep spreading the good news with open minds and open hearts. Pride flags flying for all to see. Black lives matter on the church marquee. That they don't just pray when the sick take ill, or just send thoughts when another gun kills. I bet they vote. Like Jesus would, like the choice they make might do some good for somebody. 
kind of Christianity. Pride flags flying for all to see. Black lives matter on the church marquee. And they don't just pray when the sick take ill. Or just send thoughts when another gun kills. I bet they vote like Jesus would. Like the choice they make might do some good for somebody. That's my kind, my kind of Christianity. That's my kind, my kind of Christianity. Chris Matthews, live here in the studio with her song, Like Jesus Would. Um, Chris, it's just you and the guitar, uh, so it has that kind of folk quality to yeah. it. But some of your recorded pieces, you know, they stretch out a bit sonically. Absolutely. And you get that kind of gospel soul, you know, uh, oh, yeah. that, that classic organ sound mm-hmm. on Call Them In, for example. Oh, yeah, with the gospel choir and everything. Stay in this fight you You said you came to folk music late, so the, the gospel, the soul music, that's that's your bread and butter. Yeah, I mean, I, when I hear the music in my head, it's 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 always ironic as the writer. You know, we're writing the songs, but because I am predominantly a folk singer, it's not like I can always afford to bring an entire 30-piece <laughs> band with me to every single gig. So when I'm hearing the music in my head, it often sounds like how it is recorded, um, but it's usually a more of a, a stripped-down, intimate um, affair when it's just me uh, with the guitar. But that's why it was so fun recording Changemakers, because I kind of got to make like all of my sonic dreams come true on that album. So. That's cool. Yeah. And the title track, Changemakers, yeah. I mean, uh, Cancel Culture, you had the, the Martin Luther King quote. Yeah. And Changemakers, the famous Emma Lazarus Absolutely. poem, you know, yeah. about welcoming the retired, your huddled exactly. masses yearning to breathe free. When you, especially with a, a poem like that, that has become so kind of ingrained in our consciousness as Americans, whether we actually follow through with it or yes, not. Yes, exactly. Was that a little intimidating to to find yourself setting that text? Not at all. I think because... So my friend Holly Near um, said about those songs that it's kind of truth-telling journalism. And I think... And she would know, having written a number of them herself. Absolutely know, yes, 100%. And I love that notion because I think for those of us who do find ourselves in the folk genre, that is kind of the job, is to be those... uh, keepers of the truth, kind of what we are seeing around us, um, just objectively and taking note of that and taking stock of that. And so that kind of reminder for the the greater consciousness of the country, like, this is who we say that we are, but this is what we were doing. These two things don't line up, mm. you know? And so kind of always reminding folks of who we say we are and where we're falling short on that um, while kind of simultaneously kind of challenging and encouraging them to actually try to reach that ideal. Um, Doing that, giving that tough love, it it isn't that we don't 
love this great nation. Uh, as as uh, James Baldwin said, because I love this country so much, it is my duty to then mm-hmm. take her to task, to, to hold her to the higher standard, to criticize her uh, because I love her. Um, that idea. And so I think that with songs like Changemakers being able to kind of remind Americans and remind the entire world because we're always being watched by the world Um, and kind of the standard that we set, the things that we accept as being okay and just is kind of how the rest of the world follows suit. So it's very important for us to, if we say this is who we are, to then work incessantly to be that. Um, And so I think weaving that poem in there is kind of a way to remind folks of that. dreamers do you start with the words the the lyrics whether they're your own or taken from somewhere else it's it varies most of the time the lyrics come first and then a, a melody will kind of follow suit based on kind of how the rhythm of the words seem to be lining up um, but not always sometimes a, a melody will come uh, will come to me first or like a specific guitar riff um, there's a song about the opioid crisis on Changemakers uh, called This Kind of War and that one started just because of that little motif that plays at the very beginning of the song He's got a hole in his heart where his daughter used to be And another one, yeah, another one for the neighbor down the street It's a war zone from the pulpit to the bleachers Students and teachers drowning His sweet little mining town is crumbling down around him well, it, on the surface at least, not all of the songs are socio-political, you know? <laughs> Some of them are just love songs. You know, ir- ironically, John, I think people in Tennessee would find those to also be very controversial these I days. I was just going to say, <laughs> you know, when you, I mean, when that love song is one woman singing yeah. a love song to another woman, Absolutely. there are people who will say that is a political statement. Yes, indeed. Uh, and, I mean, yeah, you live in a state now yeah. that has passed all kinds of legislation mm-hmm. that is kind of a threat to the entire LGBTQ community. Very much so. So Yeah, so I, because of that, the sets have gotten even gayer as of late, <laughs> just to spite them. So there are a lot more love songs in the sets than there usually are just because of Tennessee and Texas and Oklahoma and Idaho and so many places. So, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for making me sing a few more love songs, guys. I appreciate that. <laughs> all right, Chris, you want to get gay with us? Let's here, do it. Let's dive here. all the way in. Happy Pride, everybody. <laughs> this is called Written in the Stars. Happy place 
darling, I'll be Jackie Robinson. I'll love you till the day I die. Oh, more and more and then some. And when our backs are pressed against a wall and danger's closing in, I'll wear the bravest face for you. Jump right into the lion's den again and again and again. Stars, a song about love and three great love stories. So yep. Tristan and Isolde. Yep. Uh, then there's Jackie Robinson and Rachel Robinson, yep. his wife, who became the curator of his legacy. Yes. And then June and John has got to be June Carter Cash and Absolutely. Johnny Cash. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Great stuff. Thank you, John. Um, so, and it sort of brings us full circle to something that we began by talking about, which was you trying to impress a girl at school by <laughs> learning to play the guitar. So, did it work? It definitely did work, yes. We had a couple of really good years together. All right. <laughs> and now many more good years on the road. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. This guitar has served me well. It's like the Reverend always says, all things work together for good. Well, Chris, it's been a delight having you here with it's been us. It's a pleasure to be here. Congratulations on the success of Changemakers, and... Hope to see you again. Thank you so much, John. And thanks to our crew. Irene Trudell is our technical director. Our producer is Karen Havlick. Our video editor is Eric Weber. I'm John Schaefer. You can keep up with what we're doing on New Sounds by subscribing to our free weekly newsletter. Just text New Sounds to 70101. Meanwhile, too many of these United States Ignore the words Lady Liberty Spain being kicked down in the dead of the night No more sanctuary cities How's that for religious right?
warriors We are the change makers Yes we are Yes we are And if the